back. It shows your TDs. Week six. Now that's a boom. Yeah, y'all. It's the milkman here. Holding back tears of despair. I did something completely stupid. But I don't want to speak about it right now. Welcome to week six of Show Us Your TDs. I'm with the main man, Gooby. How are you, bro? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm back in platinum again. So I'm doing good. Can you leave platinum? I don't think you can le- yeah, leave platinum. When you beat me last week, I dropped out of platinum. Ah. You, you lose points. <laughs> that actually brought a smile to my face. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. But yeah, no, uh, I'm doing, I'm doing good. I, I'm, I'm doing good. But you want to know what brings a smile to my face? No, oh boy. Let's hear it. Uh, hold on. Let's get into the fantasy matchup for this week. Yeah. Alrighty, boys and girls, children of all ages, Gooby's Generation X proudly. <laughs> Anyways, Gooby is ready to tell you that he avenged Melky's poor performance against the last place person, Adam's team. Thank you, uh, thank you. I uh, I destroyed Adam a hundred and thirty-four to 93 i think it's the biggest defeat this year on our show us your tds league uh i'm not sure but i'm not even gonna bother dabbling into it let's get some highlights matthew stafford 23 points could have done a little bit better i was a little worried there at the start justin jefferson 12 points aj brown he's just been a no-show this year three points Derek Henry putting up 31 points. Always, always a good thing to have him sitting in my, uh, in my, in my uh, player in list. In your corner. <laughs> in my corner. Yeah. Uh, Daryl Henderson, 15.9 points. Welcome back. Uh, Kenny Galladay. What the fuck happened? Zero points. He got, he got injured, went out in the first quarter or second quarter. Uh, I was not happy. I was losing my mind at that point. That New York Giants uh, football team curse. Like, how many injuries happened in that game? Oh, fuck. I think there was like three or four. There it was, was. ridiculous. Saquon, Daniel Jones, I think an offensive line. Holiday, yeah. Holiday. <laughs> it it was all out. over the place. It worked out for Big D, so it's all good. Yeah, that's right. Four and one, baby. Uh, McManus, seven points. Dallas defense, 11 points. I'm happy I picked them up because they're they're balling out right now. I know we'll get into that a little bit later. But, How excited uh, were you, though, at the end? Um, were, was it Brown or Lewis? Was it Lewis or Brown? One of the corners caught the pick six. Oh, yeah. It was, I think it was Brown. I think it was yeah. Brown. No, because I, I was losing at that point, I think. Uh, just by a little bit, and then that kind of sealed it for me a little bit because I was like, okay, that's good. Uh, 
going into Monday, I was already winning. But then Mr. Miles Andrews puts up 30 fucking points, and I just end up destroying. So, uh, yeah, all in all, fucking a good last week for me. How about you? How'd you do? Uh, man, I don't even want to talk about it. But I will because we have a podcast to do. So usually, you know, I'd be screaming at my players, pointing the finger and blaming them for not showing up or underperforming. But I can't do that this week. It is the coach's fault. And at times, it will be the coach's fault. I made a boneheaded play, and I'll explain in a bit. I'm just going to give some praise to my players for actually showing up because it was a game. Uh, I lost 124 to 111 to um, Morning Chubb, a.k.a. Allen. Uh, he definitely got a chub knowing that I did not start Justin Herbert, and that basically sealed my fate. But I will give a shout-out to Jamar Chase. What a find. 21 points. Austin Eckler, you've been on a tear lately, bro. 27.9 points. And Gooby could have had him for a price of him and Woods, but declined my trade. But that's okay. (laughs) Antonio Gibson, 19.2 points. Uh, We had Diggs, 6.9. Waller, uh, I don't even know what's going on with you, Waller. You know what? I'm going to blame your coach because he's a piece of shit. And we're going to go with that for now. And we're going to talk about that later, too. (laughs) AJ Green, I don't even know why I bothered picking you up. I knew me grabbing you, being on your little hot streak, was going to screw me over. And then the Carolina um, Panthers defense, a nice eight points, you know. And then, of course, I mentioned it earlier. I didn't play him. I chose Kurt Cousins because I thought he would destroy the Lions. Boy, was I wrong. Kurt Cousin, you couldn't even get to the 20-point mark. You stink. Never again. I dropped your ass. Don't ever call me. Lose my number. Fuck you. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Herbert, 54.8 points. He balled out. At, or Allen would have been done. He would have been probably in last place right now instead of second last. It, I was a loss for words. I honestly, you know what I did? So at halftime, he had 20 points. So I could have lived with that if he only managed to score 20 points. But no, the Browns forgot to to cover and left Williams wide open. And Eckler scored. And Herbert himself ran in. So I went to a corner for about 20 minutes. And I cried <laughs> in the dark because I am such a freaking bonehead. Yeah, it happens. And I lost. And now I'm in third last place. I would have been in fourth. But that's I'm sitting second right now, baby. I actually it might have been in third because of all the points. Because I have some points. Yeah. That I left thirty five point six five points on the table. Yeah. Inexcusable. I think that was uh, sorry. I think that was me three seasons ago. Remember I kept on like playing the matchups and my bench would ball out and you would message me you'd be like, yo, your bench is fucking killing it. <laughs> oh, uh, so. Honestly, well, yeah, because Claypool, he uh, balled out too. He had uh, 19 points. I didn't play him, but I'm a, I can live with that. I can live with that is the fact that I trusted a Minnesota Viking player, which I should have known better not to trust them. That's an organization that goes and has sex boat parties 
out in the docks and get busted and then lie about it to their wives. Never again. Like I said, cousins, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, uh, that's a crushing defeat, especially when you know you have someone on your bench that could have won you the game. Easily, like easily. It wouldn't have been close. It, It would have been an onslaught. Uh, I would have been walking on sunshine. That would have been three games in a row. And now I have to go into next this week and teach Jen a lesson. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, tell tell us about that matchup with Jen. So this week I am playing Jen. Um, Her name is something stupid. Not a Bears lineup, which I'm glad she took our advices and did not draft a bunch of Bear players. So this week... I learned from my mistake. I've got Justin Herbert in. She's got Josh Allen, arguably the best quarterback right now. Uh, so that's a great matchup. I, I think I'm going to give that a wash. Actually, I might give it to Josh Allen a little bit out of respect. And we got Stefan Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to give the slight edge to Hopkins, even though Diggs is projected more. Jamar Chase. Oh, man. My crown jewel. Uh, against um, Mike Evans. Evans played already, so sorry, folks. This is recorded a little later than usual. But Mike Evans played already, and he did nothing. He got 27 yards only, so he's at 2.7 right now. Hallelujah. I've got Austin Eckler, of course, against Kareem Hunt. I'm going to give that a wash, especially since Nick Chubbs is not playing this week. Yep. He's out. So the ball will go through uh, Kareem Hunt. I've got Antonio Gibson versus um, James Conner. Going to give it up to Gibson because Gibson's just a stud and he's turning it on as of late. Then we've got the battle of the tight ends, which I really don't give a fuck because Waller, I never know what the hell he's going to do against uh, Hawkinson, who is basically the only good player on the offensive side. Well, mine is Swift, but um, that isn't a running game player. And the no. kickers won't give a fuck about it. it's Boswell and but uh, Butker. I give it to Butker because it's KC. She has the Tampa defense, and they did nothing last night, so they are stuck at four points. I got the Rams defense, and they're going against the G-men. Ha 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 ha! I think I have that one in the bag. Gooby, how are my chances this week? You're you're gonna crush it this week. Uh, I really like that um, defense pick because. The Giants, they have no quarterback right now. They don't have a wide receiver one, and they don't have a running back one. So I'm looking to see you score some big points on that defensive side there. Um, I will. I I do want to ask a question. I told you I'm going to bring this up every (laughs) single fucking podcast. All right. But I do want to know, is you sitting Herbert, the new... I sat Patrick Mahomes. It might be, but <laughs> in my in my defense, Mahomes was playing the Jets. Okay. Herbert was playing the Browns. The Browns actually have a decent defense. I didn't think it was going to be a shootout. That that was my logic. My logic was Browns defense. It was going to be a run and gun, like run game, pound for pound, like uh, I mean, I knew Herbert was going to get his. I could have lived with him getting 30 points even. But the fact that Cousins, you're at home against 
probably one of the shittiest teams in the league in the Detroit Lions, and you stink. You couldn't do anything. You stunk. And the only reason I got those 19 points, because the Lions took the lead. So I got lucky with that. Uh, Swift uh, got in with a touchdown, so Cousins like, oh, my God, now I got to show up. And he threw a couple of nice balls to Thielen, who Thielen got nothing until until that. Like Jeff, It was all Jefferson in the first half. And then Cousins just said, okay, well, I met my quota. Fuck you guys. Uh, but, yeah, it, there was, it's, it's up there. I'd still give it to, like, sitting Mahomes against the Jets. That's number one. Sorry, Kevin. And then sitting Herbert, falling out with 54 points. It was stupid on my part. <laughs> Honestly. If, All right. If I, if I could kick my own ass, I would do it. <laughs> How are you looking uh, this week? Who are you battling uh this uh, I'm facing Kevin, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the Patrick <laughs> Mahomes sitter. Uh, <laughs> um, and so far, so good. Like we said, we are recording a little bit late, uh, unfortunately, but that's okay. Uh, he had Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady put up 25.95 points. I will take it. Tom Brady has been balling out this year, putting up tons of points so i'm cool with 25 points that's what she that's what she said too <laughs> giselle said it not me yeah. i'm sure she said it after the game <laughs> <laughs> um obviously i got matthew stafford uh he's playing the giants so i mean are, 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 are we looking for like kind of like a bills versus uh the Detroit game, or was it who, who did the Bills destroy a couple weeks ago? Houston. They, Houston. they shut out two teams, though. They shut out Houston and um, keep going, and I'll find out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping for one of those shutouts with uh, Matthew Stafford versus the Giants. Uh, just Justin Jefferson playing Carolina, going against Cooper Cup, or sorry, not Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper. Uh, AJ Brown's playing Buffalo. I'm not liking that matchup. AJ Brown's been playing not so good. Um, and then he's facing off against Emmanuel Sanders. I kind of like Sanders in that in that matchup uh, over AJ Brown fire. right now. He's been on fire. Um, I'm gonna skip the running backs for right now. Uh, Miles Andrews, tight end, playing against uh, Geskick. I don't know how to pronounce that name for Miami. Um, Andrews playing the Chargers. I like Andrews. He put up 30 points last week. I don't see him putting up 30 points this week, but I see him putting up at least 10. Um, I don't know, man. They're playing the Chargers. I think that's going to be an offensive battle. So Andrews might light it up with 20. All right. I I, I like that. I like that. Um, My flex has been going back and forth today, uh, the past couple of days. Uh McCaffrey was supposed to play. He's out. Kenny Galladay is out. Um, Devontae Smith has already played. Thank God I didn't start him. He only got three points. So I am starting Ruggs the third for Las Vegas against Denver. Uh, it could be a good game for him. Denver's a garbage team anyways. <laughs> yeah, they are, but they're they're pretty sound defensively. I think that's gonna be I think that's gonna be one of those games where it's like 10-7 final or something. But like let's that. let's not hope it's 10-7. Let's hope uh, the kickers get some fucking love too because I got McManus. So I'm okay with, I'm okay with your kicker just just balling. Ballin out. 
<laughs> I mean, I want Waller to get some yards, but I'm not holding my breath. I just think that's going to be probably the the worst game on. It's going to be a snooze fest. Even um, Jackson or Miami and Jacksonville is going to be more exciting than that game. Give me three 50-yard field goals, and I'll be happy. Uh, Dallas defense is playing New England. Uh, I, I like my odds. Uh, Cleveland's playing Arizona. That's going to be a tough matchup. Uh, and now let's get to the running backs, because I know everybody's like, why did Gooby skip the running backs? Well, there's a reason why Gooby sp- uh, skipped the running backs. Derrick Henry playing in Buffalo. That's going to be a tough one for him. He's going up against Ezekiel Elliott in New England. I'm going to give it up to Derrick Henry a little bit. Elliott is questionable after landing on that freaking cone. Elliott's the, uh, Elliot's yeah, I know he he's just, playing, he but, for Belichick's sake. but it it's still a back injury, so it, it does take some toll yeah. on your uh, and then Derek Daryl Henderson playing against the Giants. I like my odds there. Uh and Daryl Henderson is playing at the moment nobody because <laughs> Kevin doesn't have a backup running back because Saquon Barkley is injured and Chris Carson is injured. And he has this guy named Chris Evans for Cincinnati, but I really don't see anything coming out of that. And Gooby over here has gone on and placed Galladay and McCaffrey on IR to pick up two more running backs off the waiver wire. Most of them are second and third string running backs anyways, but just in case I'm picking up some running backs just so he doesn't get them. Uh, Melky, I'm predicted 114 to 99. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what are you thinking? I mean, it's probably going to go up a little bit, but not too much. But um, sorry, Kevin, you have no depth, and I don't know why you dropped Collins and served him up to me. I'll take Collins, man. If it means you don't have him or anyone else. I'll take it. So I'm thinking you're gonna stomp the living hell out of him and catapult yourself further up in the standings and he's going to drop down and I'm going to catapult back up because I'm not too far behind him in points. So I think it's going to be a good day for this podcast going next week. Yeah, I I really hope so too. If I lose to someone who's starting a second or third string running back, I will be pretty angry. Yeah. And we've seen you angry. It's not fun. Actually, it's pretty hilarious. (laughs) Oh, and the other game was um, Buffalo. Sh- um, adult Miami put up the goose egg against oh, yeah. Buffalo as well. So Buffalo's defense is no joke. They're yeah. no joke. They're well. We can we can say I'm going to say it right now. They're the best in the NFL. I know Arizona's five and zero, but Buffalo is the real deal, and Buffalo has everything going for them right now. I I did pick them in the start of the the season to take the Super Bowl. You did, and then you flip flopped and said they're gonna win. So, no, so the Rams. Rams are gonna win. Make up your damn mind. I can't. It's really hard. They're both great teams. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of, actually, we're not gonna speak of a good team. We're gonna talk Week Five highlights, and we're gonna start with Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson out six to eight weeks. Uh, they played last Thursday. The Rams defeated them twenty-six to seventeen. Russ went down with a ruptured tendon in his middle finger. Yeah. So he's gone. Bye-bye. Gooby, 
are the Seahawks in trouble? Seahawks are very much in trouble. Um, I just, uh, they're starting Geno Smith. I'm going to get into him a little bit later on, but uh, it's not looking good. Especially, I mean, like I just uh, alluded to earlier, Chris Carson on IR, like it's it's not looking good for them right now. And I I was watching that game and I saw his finger. He couldn't like move it. It looked just like oh, it looked it grossed me out a little bit. Um, yeah, they're they're in trouble. What are they right? What what's their record right now? They're uh, I'm gonna pull it up here because I have Chris Carson here anyways. Uh, one, two. They're two. They're two and three, right? They're they're already two and three. You know. They've lost technically three with Russell Wilson. I won't fully blame him for last week, but still, like, yeah, they're in trouble. Yeah, I think their season's over, uh, yeah. especially with the way Arizona and L.A. are playing. And San Francisco, um, they have a great defense, and that's a great uh, system over there. I just think by the time Russ gets back, it's going to be too little too late. Yeah, the NFC, like, it's going to be hard to get a wild. The NFC West alone. The NFC West alone. Forget the NFC. The NFC West. Yeah. That's like four legit teams. And now you don't have your quarterback. Game over. I'm just saying, to get into a wild card spot, it's going to be impossible. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) But uh, something that I didn't think was possible is. uh, the Dallas defense and Trayvon Diggs balling out compared to last year. Is like our defense was terrible. Our defense has been terrible for like at least five years. And to be arguably top two, top three defense in the league right now, and having probably arguably the top two corner. In the league in Trayvon Diggs with six, six interceptions, only four teams have more interceptions than Trayvon Diggs, and one of them is Dallas with 10 interceptions. What do you think of this Trayvon Diggs and the Dallas defense? Uh, what a year of, What a year can do for a player. Like, honestly, Trayvon... In his scouting report last year, it said he was eager. He risked a lot. And now you you fast forward to this year, and it just looks effortless. Yeah. The way he calculates and scouts the ball and just goes up and grabs it, it's remarkable. Look at that pick on, um, on, on Sunday against the Giants. He was beat. The wide receiver was gone, and he's just like, no. He had so much confidence in his speed, caught up to him, jumped up, grabbed it like it was nothing, and then he was off to the races. He is all world right now. I'm I'm questioning who the top corner is right now, and it's, it's hard to not say he's not the best right now. It's scary, and there are some good corners out there um, in the league, but Trayvon Diggs, I think – him being a former wide receiver in college and then translate uh, uh, translating just, to a corner has paid dividends. And obviously having your big brother, as Stefan Diggs doesn't help or could only help you even more. So yeah, yeah, I, I, it's insane, man. He he's on, on, on a, he's 
all world on a different planet right now. Sorry, yeah. guys. I'm just I, I want talking Trayvon. Yeah, man, you're 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 lost for words right now, and I think I'm I'm the same. You know what? I want to give big ups to that college coach who said, you know what? I'm going to put you as a cornerback because I think you're going to do well. And Trayvon's like, I don't want to do it. He called up Stefan Diggs like, yo, what's going on? And Stefan just said, yo, go to work, man. Do you. And look at him now. I, Like I said, arguably one of the – or arguably the best corner in the league right now. Uh, obviously, you might want to give it up to Jalen Ramsey. But still, man, T- Trayvon Diggs, you're fucking killing it. Keep doing you. I don't even think uh, Ramsey did anything like this in his first few years in the league. So, yeah, I, I think I'm hopping on that Trayvon train right now. And Ramsey, you, you're you're going to be second best. You know what they say? If you ain't first, you last. Yes, sir. But speaking of not being last, let's talk about the best team in the NFL. I'm talking about Buffalo Bills, not the Arizona Cardinals. The Bills... Last Sunday night, I sent a huge message. <clears throat> sorry, guys, to the Chiefs, the reigning AFC champions, by pounding them 38 to 20. Josh Allen had 315 passing yards, three passing TDs, 59 rushing yards, one rushing TD. Mahomes, on the other hand, went two, 272 uh, passing yards, two passing TDs, two INTs. 61 rushing yards and a fumble loss. Gooby, I'm saying it, but I'm asking you, are the Bills the best team in the NFL? No, they are not. Uh, I still think the Rams are the best team in the NFL with their offensive weapons. Uh, Daryl Henderson has been doing outstanding job. I'm actually, I would give Daryl Henderson maybe a top six running back in the NFL right now. Uh, I could probably name five. I wouldn't, but go, go, keep going, keep going, keep going. But, uh, yeah, um, the Rams defense, I still think has a little notch up on the bills defense, uh, as an overall team. I still think the Rams are an all-out favorite to be the number one uh, team in the NFL. Bills, very close. Um, but, yeah, that I, I, just, I really want to see this matchup in the Super Bowl. Like, that's, that's, that's like a 60-point either-side game, or not, because both defenses are very well put together. I, I'm begging for that uh, Super Bowl matchup as well. I just think the Bills are on a different planet right now. I just think if you look at the receiving core for both teams, you could arguably say it's a wash. You have your your number one in Diggs and Cup, and you have your supporting cast Sanders and uh, Woods. You got your tight ends Knox and um, Higby. You got your running game. Um, so Buffalo, this is where they differ a little bit. Josh Allen, uh, Zach Moss, and Singletary all run. And they all run very well, where they rely on Henderson and, to a lesser extent, Sony Michelle. The defenses are pr- primarily the same. Big names. They like to rush the passer. So it, it is very close. I just, what the Bills have done, and especially what they did to the Chiefs, I mean, you could compare what Stafford did, what they did to um, Tom Brady. 
but I just think the Bills right now, I'm going to give the slight edge to them, but agree to disagree. Yeah, and I like you said with the whole Stafford taking on uh, Tampa Bay, like both teams took on champions last years and two years ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're 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 top two in the NFL. Um, but speaking of you know champions and high scoring games, uh, I'm gonna put maybe <laughs> third. In the NFL right now, the Chargers beating the Browns in a high-scoring affair, 47 to 42. Like, the Browns' defense is no joke either. Uh, Their offense is a little bit of a joke. But uh, they they put on a show, and I'm loving it. Um, Again, like you alluded to earlier, you sat Herbert putting up 50 points in fantasy. yeah, that's that's a that game was just outstanding. What do you what what are your thoughts of this game? I'm gonna ask you a question first. Was this the best game so far in the NFL season? I'm gonna be biased and I'm gonna say no because I I I still love that fucking Dallas and Tampa Bay game start of the year. Like that was that was just so, so exciting to see Dallas put up like a fight against the champs yeah no i'm (laughs) it's it's tough because i'm gonna ask you another question now what game was better i don't know if you caught the monday nighter the ravens and the colts or that game because that raven and colts game was fantastic too i did not catch the monday nighter but i did watch the highlights uh i would give it up to the chargers and the browns because like that was just like a gunslinging, running. I'm gonna fucking just score. You're just gonna score, and we're gonna see who can score more. So I, I prefer the charge Chargers over the Browns. Yeah, this was box office. I'm labeling this as box office, and I'm labeling as labeling this as the game so far in the NFL season and the young NFL season. Slight edge over um, Buffalo, Buffalo KC. Uh, slight edge over Tampa, um, LA, and I think the Cardinals are up there with it with a really good game too. This game had everything like you just alluded to. Justin Herbert, <clears throat> yes, I fucked up not by not starting him, but put fantasy aside. His numbers: three hundred ninety-eight passing yards, four passing TDs, twenty-nine rushing yards, a rushing TD, and a two-point conversion. Like Austin Eckler, 66 rushing yards, two rushing TDs, 53 receiving yards, a receiving TD, one fumble loss. Baker, who's not known to throw the ball and is getting a lot of a lot of um, flack right now, uh, being the Cleveland quarter quarterback for now and the future. But he had 305 passing yards, two passing TDs, eight rushing yards and a two point conversion. So this game had everything. It had everything you would want in an NFL game. It was exciting. I would have been more excited if I didn't do what I did because I was busy crying in the corner. But other than that, this was box office. Yeah, no, it, it, it was a great game. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm a loss for words because this, this year in the NFL, man, teams are showing up and they're balling out. 
like the NFC, the AFC, like you just don't know. Like the like the the Chiefs can come back at any point. Like they have the team, they just need defense, right? So, and then Tom Brady's Tom Brady, right? The Bills are just crushing it. The Cardinals are crushing it. The Chargers are crushing. Like you just don't know. Dallas is crushing. It. You just don't know who's gonna who's it, this. This is a wide open season right now. What's the slogan we always say? Any given Sunday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Know who's not going to have any more any given Sundays. The biggest news in the NFL right now. Largest. uh, John Gruden quits because of racial comments he made from a few years ago in an email, which we are obviously not going to repeat. But, uh, yeah, What, what are your thoughts on this whole Gruden situation? It wasn't just racial. It was sexist, um, ignorant, ignorant, misogynistic, racist. He and I don't know if it was an all like one email where he just offended every group in the world, but I'm sure it was pretty close to it. I think it just shows someone can be fake in the media and have a persona, but you can't hide if someone's a piece of shit in this world, it eventually it's going to come out. And that's what happened here. John Gruden, to me, he always had this smug arrogance about him. But everybody, you know, kicked it to the side because he was his great coach. He won a Super Bowl with Tampa. He was great on Monday night. Like all these accolades erased who he really was. And it finally caught up to him. And you're not going to get away with that nowadays doesn't matter if it's 10 years ago 20 years ago it's gonna bite you in the rear and it bit him hard and he knew he was backed up against the corner and he even though they said he resigned i honestly think he was fired he was terminated and it's just a black eye on a sport that's just so much fun to be a part of and just talk about like you and i are doing a podcast about fantasy football and nfl football we love it so much that that's why we're doing this yeah, he's soiling the sport that we love, yep. and I'm just glad he's out of the game and he will never, ever get another job because that shit's not tolerable at all. You are not better than everyone else, so you can go hide in your little house in Florida and you can be a bigot there and stay away from the game. You're done. You're scum. And shame on all the other people that are attached to that email that went along with it. And kudos to the Raiders. I don't know if you checked out the Raiders game on Sunday, but they looked a little off. And I didn't know why, but they looked off like Carr and Waller, the defense. And the Chicago Bears, again, yes, any given Sunday, but I'm sorry. The Chicago Bears stink. And the Chicago Bears ran rough shot over the Raiders at home. And I was wondering why they looked off. They just looked like they had no intensity. They did not want to be there. And now I know why. They had. They probably knew about this beforehand. And they, yeah. this weight was over their head. And like, we're playing for a guy who's probably the biggest piece of shit in the world right now. So yeah. kudos to them for like at least playing. But yeah, no, there's no place for this. And I'm glad he was caught. And I'm glad he will no longer be a part of it. Yeah, no, I you you said it best, and um, I just I, I I can't stand for this, and I'm glad that someone stood up and 
you know, brought this email to the the NFL's attention and the world's attention because like people like that shouldn't be making the money or these type of jobs because like, like, man, you're in the spotlight. You're in the spotlight of, you know, millions of people in the world and, you know, to have someone like that in the spotlight, it's, it's not right. And I'm glad the NFL and the Raiders, like you said, you know, he was probably fired, but you know, they may have given him a little bit of decency to say, Oh, I quit. But yeah, no, there, there's no room for this in the NFL or the world. And hopefully the shit stops soon. Uh, but yeah, I think we're on track for that. So this is a prime example that you, you can't get away with anything nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get away from this segment because, uh, I don't like talking about him anymore and, uh, I hope we don't have to talk about him ever again. I don't think we ever will. (laughs) Uh, we're going to go into a new segment. Um, and I'll, I'll explain it once we go into this little, uh, intro to it. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is Forrest Gump talking about a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And this segment is about players that you never know what you're going to get when you start them. Um, These are going to be players that have been inconsistent in their numbers for fantasy. And uh, we're going to dive in and see if we can keep them. Should we get rid of them or should we just, you know, stash them away? Uh, we're going to start off with DeAndre Swift of the Detroit Lions. His numbers for fantasy the past, uh, five weeks. Uh, what, six games, four games, five, five. games, sorry, five games. Five five games. games. Losing my mind. Uh, the numbers for the past five games, 16 points, eight points, 16 points, five points, and 16 points. Is it just because it's Detroit? Or is it because he's just an inconsistent player, Mo? Um, I don't know this Mo you speak of, but okay. <laughs> I just bugging you. Uh, I think it has to do with he's first of all he's battling injury, so I think it has something to do with that. And I also think it has to do with being in Detroit. They're a working progress. Jared Goff is not a good quarterback. Their wide receiver core sucks balls. So. Defenses are probably stacking the box when it comes to DeAndre Swift because he is, besides Hawkinson, he is their best weapon. So I think that has a little to do with it. Could also be that he just doesn't give a fuck and likes the number 16. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So is he a stash trash or uh, a trade? No stash. I I would hold on to him. It, it's hard to get good running backs. He's a, he's actually a talent. He when he's on, he's on. He's he's the type of player when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. I would keep him, especially with all the injuries happening to running backs. He's definitely a stash. Uh, 
Yeah. All right. Next on the list, I'm going with Kurt Cousins. <laughs> and uh, you're probably going to rip apart in this segment, but that's okay. Uh, last five games, he went 30 points, 34 points, 34 points, 15 points, and 19 points. He has the targets. He has... Adam Thielen, who is a great target. He has Justin Jefferson, who's a great target. I know um, Cooks has been in, or uh, Cook has been injured, but like this is no excuse. Like, yeah, you put up three great games for a quarterback, and then you've had two shitty games. Uh, is, is it Cook? Is Cook the reason that they're they're he's not putting up the points, or is it just because? It's Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. It's a little bit of both, but obviously not having a top, I'd say arguably top five running back uh, is killing him in a sense uh, where he's got to do a little more work. Also, it's typical Kirk Cousins. He always starts hot. The first three weeks of the season or four weeks, he's the one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and he's the hottest waiver wire pickup. And then you actually grab him, he fucks you over royally, just like he did to me. So... Um, I don't trust him. I don't trust anyone on Minnesota anymore. I hate the Vikings. I hate purple. Actually, I like the color purple, but they make purple stupid. So I'm going to say, what What are your options? Stash, trash, or Stash, um, trash, or, uh, or trade. Oh, he's trash. Throw him right in the trash and then take, take some valve oil or anything that's, that can flammable. light, that's flammable, that can light pretty quickly. Toss that in there, get a match, burn that <laughs> motherfucker down, and don't ever turn back. Uh, he did good for me last year. <laughs> How many that, times did you play him? How many times did you play him? I think three times, yeah. and I think I won twice with him. He's he's usually good for, for a bye week starter, but he sucks. He's not reliable. Yeah. I had to go get Tannehill, who is another guy I don't trust. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't trust Tannehill, especially with Julio injured and A.J. Brown not being consistent, uh, even though he is not on this list. Uh, that's another inconsistent player. Anyways, uh, we're going to go with a guy you traded and one of uh, my favorites, uh, Robert Woods. Uh, his last five games went nine points, seven points, four points, 11 points, 15 points. Is it the cup show? Or is Robert Woods starting to get involved as the points are starting to go up? Uh, I'm going to say yes, he's starting to get involved. I think he's a good flex and or wide receiver too. Um, Melky, what is your thoughts? Yeah, he starts to get better after I send him a drift. Asshole. No, he's – I don't know, man. Like, he's a good player, and I think – I actually heard – through the grapevine, he complained to McVeigh that he wasn't getting any love. So that's why he posted that 115 yards last week. Yes, sir. So that's probably had something to do with it, but I don't trust him. He's he's a great flex option, like you said. I wouldn't even put him as a number two. Jamar Chase and Chase Claypool clearly are better than him, and that's why I play them more. He screwed me over so many times. It's not even funny. I told you if he didn't perform, I'm putting him through the wood chipper. That's where he belongs. Well, well, he belongs there. And 
if you can't find a wood chipper, just trade him like I did. I got Miles Sanders out of it. I think it was a fair trade. I needed a third running back. So he's someone else's problem. Yeah, so uh, I'm assuming you're on the trade and says the stash trasher pass. I said trade. Yeah, well, yeah. All right, so uh, Tyler Lockett. All right. This is this one's the interesting one. 22 points, 24 points, 3 points, 2 points, and 6 points. With no Russell Wilson in sight for 6 to 8 weeks, are we trusting this man to get a good steady point system going for the next 6 to 8 weeks? Hell no. <laughs> he, he disappeared when he had Russell. Like, he was hot the first 2 weeks. Yeah. And then poof disappeared like mike's underwear uh no he um no he's he's in the same category as woods you know you you never you really never know what you're going to get from him i would put him on the trading block like that what do you hesitate there you go so it's a pass for uh melky and this one, this one I put on here because of the inconsistent numbers, but I'm sure we're both going to agree on it. Uh, Tyreek Hill, past five games, 26 points, three points, five points, 36 points, eight points. I'm not sure what's going on there. I, I can probably guess that it's because the defense can't keep up, which means that it's harder for Patrick Mahomes to get the ball out, which means that they're they're throwing more, and it's it's just not it's not it's not vibing with Tyreek Hill. Like I said, like thirty six points out of nowhere, but before that, five and three points. Um, I'm not worried with him. I think he's obviously, uh, you know. You know, you you keep him on. Like you 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 don't you don't pass him. You don't trash him. Um, you don't stash him. You keep him on. No, he's a starter. You don't you don't mess with someone who can easily get you a forty a, a forty point performance. You know, in the drop of a hat. I I think the problem is uh, Kelsey obviously is the number one option, but that's not a bad thing. It's and Tyreek. He can just come and go. Teams are double teaming. They'd rather Kelsey beat them over him because he's so quick. He's injured right now, too. You can tell he's not 100%. And the run game in Casey's terrible. So if your run game's not good, you've seen examples where look at Sam Darnold when McCaffrey isn't there. He's got to rely, rely on himself or his arm. And you're seeing the real Panthers without McCaffrey. And it's the same thing with Mahomes. He doesn't have a run game. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he's nice sometimes, but he's not reliable either. So Tyreek, he'll I'm not too worried about Tyreek. Tyreek's gonna get his soon. I actually think he's gonna have a nice performance this week. So yeah. you you keep him on your roster and you start him. Yeah, yeah. I one hundred percent agree with you. Uh this no brainer, it's Tyreek Hill, it's Patrick Mahomes. You you don't bench those people. Wait. No. Maybe you do if you're Kevin. <laughs> or me. <laughs> Anyways, that is the Forrest Gump segment. Uh, let us know what you thought of it. Uh, hit the comments below uh, if you want more out of that kind of stuff. Uh, Melky, what's going on over here? Well, it's glad to see we didn't see you run. 
Gooby run because that would have been hilarious too. I no, we're I, Melky needs some help, and no, not you know, not with a, uh, with personal style or personal hygiene. He's good right there, but he needs help in his suicide pool. He's in the suicide pool right now. He's got he wants to win. Obviously, he's got four games he is debating over, and we'd like you guys to let him know before Sunday what to do. And more importantly, Gooby, since you're here right now, your opinion on what game I should pick. Now, I have an idea which one I'm leaning towards, but help me solidify it. So, matchup one, Cowboys versus Patriots. See, I would pick the Cowboys, but they're on the road. And they haven't beat New England since, I don't know, even before That's Tom, Tom Brady was there. Yeah. I know it's not Tom Brady, New England, but it's still Bill Belichick defense. So yeah. it's one of those games where I don't trust. So then I went over to the Chiefs and the no-namers. I expect um, the Chiefs to have a bounce-back game, even though it's on the road. I don't believe in Washington's defense. I think it's overrated. But then again, <laughs> KC can't can't stop anyone. Yeah. So that could be a shootout. So then I shuffle over to the Bengals and Lions. And the Bengals screwed up royally last week. And not only that, they're a young team. It's in Detroit. I think Detroit is due for a win. I actually think Detroit has not played all that bad. They've been in most of the games. It's just their talent is putrid. Mm -hmm. So then I looked and there's an obvious one looking at me right now. And it's the Rams and the Giants. The Rams have everything they have a quarterback, wide receivers, defense, um, running back. And then you look at the Giants, and they're decimated, especially on the offensive side. So to me, that sounds like a no-brainer, but I just need you and everyone else to solidify that pick for me. So, Gooby, what do you think? Uh, I like the Cincy game. I, I don't trust the Dallas game. I don't trust the Dallas game. Either. I don't that trust my crossed. I don't trust the KC game. Uh, the Rams is the obvious choice. But if you were to go with something else, I would do the Cincinnati game. I just think the Lions, this is the battle of the Cats. And I just think Detroit being at home, they almost won last week against stupid-ass Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think they're due for a win, man. I, the Bengals are a nice story. Their defense isn't that good. And I just think it's I just think they're due for a win. If they're going to shock the, the Lions are going to win anything this year, it's going to be this game. So I'm yeah. leaning towards the Rams and Giants. I just think that's the obvious choice. Yeah, no, obvious choice would be the Rams. But if if you weren't going to go with the obvious choice, uh, I would do the Cincinnati game for sure. Uh, Cincinnati's offense is great. Chase is doing good. I mean, Tyler Boyd, not so much. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely go with the Rams game. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you kindly, brother. And again, if you guys, once this episode comes out, if you guys want to give your opinion too, let us know, drop, um, drop a feed on my Instagram or Goobies and, uh, yeah, give us your input. We'd love to hear it. Or, uh, hit us up on the comments down below. On the YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, you can do that too. I mean, whatever the flip vote. But you know what? Speaking of Tyler Boyd, let's go into Boomer Bust.
this week. Uh, and I'm going to go first because I got Tyler Boyd on my boomer bust, actually. Um, what's that? You name dropped him. So, yeah. Yes, <laughs> sir. Cool. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know what? With Jamar Chase getting the ball more and more and Boyd only having one TD all season, it's looking more likely that Boyd is going to be a bust for the rest of the season. Only putting up 30 point, 34 points so far, that's not looking like a wide receiver one or two. At this moment, he is a mediocre flex at best. What are your thoughts on Tyler Boyd just in general? Is he a flex? Is he not a flex? Like, what's going on over there? He's a, I'm not playing you because he's lost in the Cincinnati Bengals shuffle. Look at the look at all the weapons they have. Like Jamar Chase is clearly the new share, wide receiver sheriff in town. You got T. Higgins, who's a great like one. They're almost like one A one B. Him and Chase. You have Mixon in the run game. You have um, they have two really big tight ends. I can't remember the names. Sorry, guys, right now. And then Boyd is just like the forgotten child. So he he and it's crazy because he's fast. He's lightning quick, but he's getting no love this year. Uh, last week, he had a pedestrian four receptions for 24 yards. Yeah, that's not going to get it done. That's not that's not flex um, worthy points. So he's a big bust in my book, too. Yeah, I, I'm going to put him on the uh, pedestal with uh, Robert Woods and say, bro, you need to start commanding that ball. Go tell your go. Go cry to your coach. But I want the ball. Give me the ball for a game or two. No, nah, it's not going to happen because he's arguably like the fourth or fifth best uh, talent on that team. So your Jamar Chase is going to get away with every, everything. T Higgins is the run game is the two tight ends are and Burrow's going to be like, wait your turn. <laughs> That's yeah. all he's going to say is wait your turn. Yeah. All right. So who do you got on your uh, boomer bus? Well, I went with the run game this week. The two hottest waiver wire pickups probably available. So I'm going to start with the first one. Daryl Williams from the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. As you know, Clyde went down with a sprained MCL. He is lucky, by the way. Uh, last week, uh, his performance was 27 rushing yards, 18 receiving yards in limited time because I think it happened near the end. Yep. So like I said, with CEH uh, sideline, look for Williams' workload to double especially against a Washington team that's middle of the pack against the run. So he's a boom in my book. I think for the next three weeks, he's going to get some love. He, he, I think they trust him more too over a CEH and it's going to show unless a move happens. I've heard rumors that Marlon Mack might be on the way that could hinder um, his playing time. But until further notice, he's a boom in my book. I agree 100%. He is a boom, especially for this week coming up. Like you said, with the whole Marlon Mack situation, you never know where he's going to go. Um, but even if he gets sent there next tomorrow, he still has to go through protocols. He will not play this week. So, yeah, Williams is definitely a play, a start, a boom for this week and maybe for the foreseeable two to three weeks. Uh, All right. I'm going with another injured player being taken over. Uh, Geno Smith. 
This one's going to be rough. Sorry, Gino. Gino took over the QB role last week in the third quarter for the injured Russell Wilson. He looked okay through a nice touchdown pass to DK Metcalf, but ultimate, ultimately falling short, throwing an INT at the two-minute mark, costing the game for Seattle. At this point, I saw the same Geno Smith of the past. For that reason, I'm going to label him as a bust. And on the, on the side, I'm going to do a side bust. Mm-hmm. I know we already talked about this, but on a side bust, Tyler Lockett's numbers will go down. It's going to dwindle. And, yeah, I, I don't see that team doing anything with Geno Smith. And if you have Lockett, I would start throwing his name around for a trade. Hopefully you get something. Probably not. But, uh, yeah, Geno Smith is a bust for six to eight weeks. And I'm going to concur. He is not Russell Wilson. Nope. That is all. No, he hasn't <laughs> started since 2017. Yeah. He has a reason he's a backup. He's not even a good backup. He's not even talked about as a top-tier backup. Again, he is not Russell Wilson. Yeah. So he's a so he's a bust. He's a he's a bust, and uh, yeah, he's he's probably now arguably the worst quarterback starting in the NFL at this moment. Worse than the the Texans quarterback, the third string. I think yeah. I take Gino. I think I take Gino over him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yet. We'll see. Who do you got as your last boomer bust? So I went with the second hottest waiver wire pickup, another running back plays for the New York football giants. We're going with Devontae Booker. He uh, posted in relief of Saquon 42 rushing yards, a rushing TD 16 receiving yards and a receiving TD. So he had a nice day at the office. Unfortunately, you play for the giants. So you are a bust in my book. We now we don't know how long Saquon is out. I don't trust your offensive line. Do you have no weapons? that are going to be playing wide receiver this week, this weekend. Uh, if the Rams are smart, they will just load the box and make Danny dimes, beat them with his arm or him. Try to like run, run into the end zone again and get crushed for another concussion, whatever floats your boat. The giants stink Booker. You're a one hit wonder. You're a bust in my book. Hurry up. Saquon. We need you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to slightly disagree with you. I think he is going to be a boom. Uh, not against the Rams, though. He will be a bust against the Rams. But moving forward against mediocre teams, if Saquon Barkley does not come back, he will be a boom because they're, they have no quarterback. Their their wide receivers are garbage, Like especially with Galladay out. There's, their offense is looking dismal. Um, yeah, so I, I, see, I see the running game being there go to uh he might get a few yards and look for him to be the red zone target for at least the next foreseeable future until saquon Barkley comes back but it's 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 a mediocre boom don't don't get twisted don't be like i'm gonna fucking start him over derrick henry do not do that you're stupid if you do uh but yeah i think i think he'll do all right i think he can get you good flex flex points is he a constipated boom? Because that's what it sounds like to me. It's like <laughs> it's not coming out yet. And when it eventually does, maybe it's a splash. 
Yeah, yeah. It's not coming out. It's not coming out during the Rams game, but it, it'll come out eventually. Uh, you might get uh, 15, 20, 20 points out of them uh, while Saquon's sitting on the bench, but not during the Rams game. Either way, I don't really care. I hate the Giants. Good luck to you, boys. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's time let's dive into um, everyone's favorite ending segment. We're gonna go Tooney bets. Uh, Gooby, Moe, you start us off. Who do you got this week? And uh, bold, bold prediction after uh, last week's uh, high scoring affair. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Browns are gonna take down the Cards and give them their first loss. Uh, I know Chubb is out, but I don't know. I just I, I want to throw that bold prediction out there. Someone's got to beat the Cards, and for the foreseeable future, my Tooney bets will go against the Cards until they lose the game. What did they ever do to you? <laughs> I just want them to lose. That's all. <laughs> wow, so much hate, so much hate. Um, that that's you know what? That's not a bad bet. Uh, look at uh, I don't know if you heard sidebar uh, the Eagles and Tampa game. And a guy bet $330,000 that the Eagles would hit the spread, and they did, and he doubled his money. Yeah, oh, and I lost. Yeah, you lost. Yeah, I saw your pro line ticket. It was ugly. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to go with my pick now. And co- coincidentally, I went the Rams dismantling the G Men, just like my suicide pick. Oh, who would have thought? Uh, yeah, this is a no-brainer. Rams, Smash Mouth, Giants, you guys suck. New York football sucks. Yep. Look for the Rams to just honestly just win effortlessly. I think it's going to be one of the, one of those laughable games where you're like, man, you guys suck. <laughs> I'm talking to you, New York. Yeah, yeah. All right, and the man who created this, so we never forget him, he always uh, – he always shares his bets for each week, and I'm going to play you it right now, so enjoy. Hello, everybody. Hold on. Technical difficulties. Technical. Here. Sorry. Do it again. I'm very excited, boys, to hear this week's episode with all the craziness going on in the NFL. And I guess we've all learned two very important lessons. Number one, if you're going to be a shitty person, never leave a paper trail. I mean, work email? That seems amateur, right? Number two, don't ever personally insult Roger Goodell. That is the final straw. My bet of the week, I have the Chargers versus the Ravens, and I'm actually going to go against the spread. Melky, you're going to be happy. I have the Chargers winning this one. My team matchup is going to be Herbert versus that Raven secondary. I mean, the Ravens almost lost to the Colts and Wentz in that close-knit game. And even though they have the best kicker in the game and everything's running, I think Herbert's going to ball out, put up major points. I know the Ravens are going to play really well, but it's in L.A. The Chargers won the last matchup. So, yeah, Herbert's the real deal, man. I'm going with him all night long. Can't wait to hear your picks. And like I said, the episode. Peace, boys. There we go. Uh, yeah, good good pick. Uh, I can't complain with that pick. Um, no, that's a solid pick. Uh, well done, Bob, as always. He yeah. knows his shit. Yeah, no, it, 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 yeah, like – I think I think again with bold predictions, uh, I'll probably lose mine. You guys will win yours. All you guys and Tunis, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll take mine in change, please. <laughs> I'm gonna give you dimes, only dimes, the small stuff. The um, that Daniel can never get. 
But that is this week's episode of Show Us Your TDs. Thank you for listening, watching, viewing, subscribing, whatever you're doing. Please uh, hit those like buttons, those follow buttons, those subscribe buttons, whatever you want to do, do it your way. Uh, Melky, what do you got? Uh, well, thank you guys for allowing us to read out of our ridiculous playbook. As always, I just want to thank the man in front of me. Uh, he's a class act, class personified. He knows his shit. He makes this a lot of fun and very easy. Uh, thank you, Gooby. And also, I want to apologize for this episode running late. I had a lot of stuff to do this week. Um, your boy's going to be a father. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. Um, I had a scare in uh, when I was boarding a plane in Mexico. And some <laughs> little kid who kind of looked like me bumped into my leg and screamed, Papa. And I was like, oh, boy. And everyone around me started laughing. But thank God his parents found him. I don't have any kids that I know of. We'll keep it that way. But no, thank you guys for um, for taking this journey with us every week. And this week is going to be exciting. I can't wait. And yeah, thank you, um, NA30. Anthony, you're the man. And yeah, guys, subscribe. Uh, give us some feedback. We love to hear from you guys. We want to know um, how to make this show better because we're doing this for you. We're doing this for the love of football. So please don't hesitate. We don't bite. Well, Gooby does if you are covered in uh, sugar and uh, chocolate frosting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I do want to say, guys, if you want to, you know, leave a, a comment about a player that you want us to talk about, uh, do it. We'll talk about him as long as he's uh, semi-relevant. Don't pick like some fifth string starter that's playing out of like UFC or something like that. <laughs> and don't pick any CFL players. That That's not even a real sport. Yeah, I don't know why I said UFC. I meant USC. But anyways, yeah, uh, send send us some players. If you want us to do a boomer bust on a player or, you know, just send us your lineup and maybe uh, we can help you uh, set up your lineup. Uh, we're, we're more than willing to do that. So, yeah, hit us up. Uh, Melky, again, thank you for uh, being with me on this. I appreciate it. Uh, that's it, boys. Or boy, boys, girls, all you people right there. All you groups. We, <laughs> <laughs> we don't discriminate we love you all so yes until sir yes week, sir okay? until next week <laughs>